Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight, not this rubbish with Flaky Blakey. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And once more, we're joined by a very special guest star all the way from the west coast of the United States of America, Matthew Heather Lockley, a Hollywood La Neves. Matthew. Yeah! Could you have not. Shit! Matthew. Shit! Could you have not done that out the window? It's out the window. What a game. What a game. It was Munster tried every dirty trick he could. Jerome Hughes tried every dirty trick he could. They got all the six agains. Ricky Stewart was right in his presser and we still won. It's a triumph. Yeah, look, it uh, it does, just before we introduce the show properly, um, as as is our want, um, it did occur to me towards the end of that match, and yes, I was well into the wines at that stage, the Pinots, I should add, Blarco, um, was well into the wines at that stage where it suddenly occurred to me just how much I despise the Storm and their supporters. And I suddenly realised that I actually agreed with Blake on something. And that was... They cheat. I just hate them. The amount of times now, I, we all. I thought they. I thought they were pretty great. I thought they were pretty gracious. I mean, no more gracious than um, Nelson of Soft Solomona when he went over and congratulated Jordan Rapina on scoring the try that sealed the game. He went over and shook his hand, said, "Well done." Yeah. After Nelson of <laughs> Solomona also tackled Adam Elliott after he passed the ball and has put Adam Elliott maybe out for the rest of the season. Oh, he is out for the rest of the season. He's the one that hit him in the back, right now. I just, I'm so glad we won that game for so many reasons. And obviously I went berserk just 10 seconds ago, a minute ago. Uh, they manipulated the ruck so much. And the, the, the way that the way that Jerome Hughes and Cameron Munster manipulate the refereeing and then on top of that, Harry Grant tries to go at the right time. So Cameron mm. Munster tied himself up three times to get six agains. He did it perfectly with Hadawetanaita. He also did it once prior to that, and when they scored that first try, we were on top of them until he got his six again. Jerome mm. Hughes does. Jerome Hughes did the same thing in the first three minutes of the game, but we defended so well. We overcame so many odds in that first half yeah. that mm, mm. we should be so proud of our side, man. Like, and then I know we got some 50-50 calls in the last five or ten minutes. Sorry, um, Paul, I can see you there. But in that, like what Ricky was saying in his presser, that first half they got every call and we defended mm. so well. Um, man, I, I, that's as proud as I've been as a Raiders fan for such a long time. And, and, and well, I can concur with that too. I um I had uh, a moment. I'll probably have to say. Actually, I'm going to save it for Ask Clown of the Week, where I'll come into it. But we should point out this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal. Will we, Blake? No, but you're not actually in the filthy story. You're back in the um, the Gore Avery. Yeah, in the Gore birds Avery, yeah, chirping yeah. in the background. That's, I might and, do. I, I I honestly might, and it's you know you're an avid listener. You probably. I've got the dirt file. I've got the dirt. Don't forget about the dirt file. <laughs> Don't forget. It's Paul getting. Gowan. It's well. It's bold. There's more than Paul going in there, buddy. It's it's growing every week. 
the dirt. I oh, bet. You're such a, you are such an arc. All you the, are really all such an arc. All the slanderous things that uh, I've I've had to go back and edit out. You know, once in the early days of an episode, actually, Matt, uh, an episode went to air and then I had to pull it because the pork got cold feet about a few things that he said and I had to go back and... He works for you know, Arnie J. So I don't mm. work for Arnie J. I'm, I'm a... <laughs> Subcontractor, mate. I'm an individual. I can say that this guy's a cheat, that guy's a cheat. Peter Vlandis, you need to retire. Now, mm, but mm. when you work for Honey J, like the pork, maybe maybe you need to mind your P's and Q's. But yeah. for me, we, we yeah, have at it. And... Look, we're brought to you with a dubious, highly dubious support of the Greenhouse, uh, the number one Raiders fan forum on the internet. Get online, get engaging with people who are quite jubilant at the moment. If you go online, you'll see. Um, we're also brought to you with the cash money sponsorship of Land Speed Records. Come in and get your CDs, your LPs, your T-shirts, all manner of paraphernalia and clothing from people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do and also love their Audio Technica gear as much as you do or should because it's the top line stuff great sponsor of the show um yeah so it is all fairly good out there we do like we have news before we get let's before we really rip the storm game apart which i think we should do because it was a great moment um adam elliott's out for the season it's been confirmed he he's gone even if we made the grand final he ain't playing He's gone. Um, it's really, really sad. As the instant I saw him coming off the field with that look on his face, I knew he was done because um, he wouldn't have come on unless he was. The good news, as I was predicting um, online during the week and people telling him he's gone, um, is Ryan Sutton is fit, is coming into play, and he looks pumped, um, absolutely pumped to be coming back in. He wouldn't, have thought, he wouldn't the... have thought, would he? Because he'd missed out on, on the final yeah. series. This is his first yeah. final for the Raiders. This he's is his first awesome. finals, and he, he's absolutely pumped about it, and he looked in really good physical condition. Um, one of the many people I spoke to at the Menninger Medal uh, last Monday night, um, great event, great event, really enjoyed myself. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, strangely, didn't see Blake there. Don't know where, where you got to, Blake. But I, um, I, I'm sure I, I told you I wasn't going, man. I told they they tried to invite me, but I said no. I turned. Yeah, it right, 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 <laughs> right. Well, I actually a, think a... getting getting to your getting to your point there. I actually think Sato might start. Yeah, so do I. Oh, you know what I think? I I think that um I think that Big Red should start at thirteen. No, I wouldn't want a Big Red to start. I I, I want Sato to start and just focus on defense. Some, some pretty meat and potatoes footy, you know, for the first yeah. twenty minutes, and then and then I, I'm not. I'm not Ricky, so I would try so to start at 13. Oh, start at 13, you mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And then I'd probably bring in uh, Hadawit Anida and uh, Horsburgh somehow into that rotation. Yeah. Um, because the thing about Sutton is like he should still be reasonably fit because what he was out with an injured finger. It's not like he had a bad. Yeah, and, or... and, and yeah, and, he looked fine. He's ready to go. And the, and the, and we're going to miss Adam Elliott. I was only saying last week on the podcast how I thought our season turned around when he started playing big minutes. I actually think it's. Yep. I, I think we could have won, won the comp. And now I'm I'm wondering if we can win this. We weekend. still are, Matt. We still are, Matt. We're winning the comp. Oh, dude! Like we, well, we are so said it close. Six weeks like, ago, we're winning the comp, man. We're going all the way. We are. I want us to make the grand final so Paul can get that thousand dollars for his ten dollar bet. That's amazing. The but, only the only one I'm worried about. The only one I'm worried about is, is 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 Penrith in the grand final. Yeah, because we're going to well, beat Parramatta dude, this week. We're going to beat the Cowboys. We are. We're, we're the. In, I, I. I would hesitate to say we're the informed team outside of Penrith. I. I love the way that we played on the weekend. Look at what Seb, Chris, Tamako. Look at Jamal Fogarty. We talked. We've talked yeah. about him every week, getting better and better. And I went back and listened to our. I listened to our podcast. Um. And I don't always do it. And 
I know I'm known for the guy that listens to every single podcast. I'm not anymore. Um, uh, but I listened to our podcast after we played the storm and, and I'd like, you know, I think we got a couple of things right. I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that, you know, well, one thing I did say, which I spoke about, and... I, I did say, which I think was right, was that we just had to survive the um, initial onslaught and God, we yeah, did a good first job. 20 minutes. We, oh the gosh, way we hung in and a half minutes. Hey? Yeah. The way we hung in and then went down and, and scored that try. And even after we scored that try, uh, the Timoko one, we still had to hang on and we still had no ball really in their red zone at all. No, not the whole first, not the first 60 minutes. Yeah. But the bit that I called right was I said to myself, I said was that it would be won by Gouler and, and Horsburgh overcoming yeah. their rotation. And it really was. The moments the Storm were doing really well was when Nass was on the field and Bromwich were on the field. The instant they went off, not so much the first time, yeah. but the they second time, things lot, got, they? they got really patched. They lost punch. And especially, you know, when the game was still in the balance, when things were there to be won, I think we were down after Nass had scored and Papa did those two steamrolling pinball runs. His second half was amazing, mate. His second half was flying. amazing. There was that and second half don't, where... We don't want to be a podcast that pats ourselves on the back. There's another, yeah. there's another Raiders podcast that does that a lot. So we'll leave that to <laughs> hang them. On, hang on, hang on. When did we agree on that? I want to. Pa- I rarely get things right, Matthew. So when I get but, uh, things well, right, it's I all want good, to talk man. about we can it. Move- it was a it was a good game. Like as Raiders fans, we all know it. Like we're watching it, and, and all the things that we can kind of see the potential, they all came true. Kotrick had a great game. Fogarty had a great game. Whitehead, his kicking game. Whitehead, was Whitehead's where did come best from? game of the year. Oh, by far, by oh, far, man. the big players rose to the occasion, and and Ricky, um, you know, did the right thing in resting Whitehead because he was fresh. He really did. And he looked what good. an excellent Jack looked was. Jack looked angry and fresh and uh, defensively when he took out Kafusi. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. All right. My major, oh, that was great, wasn't it? My major um, upset in this was in any other match this season, any other match this season, Jamal Fogarty's performance gets him the $20 land speed record man of the match award because he was so good. That try was so good. His organisation was so good. His passing was so good. His tackling was so good. His kicking was so good. His kicking, that, like and, I said last yeah. week, that kick to the the one metre line, the one that he did that kick oh. where Munster got, gave away that the knock on. Like Fogarty... Oh. Fogarty's been a really good player on our team, man. He, he really... rose. He was next level. But that try was the icing on the cake. But that actually wasn't the best thing that he did. In any other week, he gets it. But then Tarpanay pulls out and Papa pull out those two performances, which yeah. were Joey just Taps, man. unbelievable. That is, have we ever seen Joey Tarpanay play a better match? No, I but I mean, have you seen Joey, a forward but, play a better match? No, I don't that? know if I've seen have a forward you, you play know, a better match. You start off saying he's the best prop in the game. Okay, he was, but he's definitely the best prop in the game then you say well maybe he's the best forward in the game yes he's the best forward in the game is there a player in the nrl at the moment that it's performing consistently week in week out at that higher level no nah. you know, he's he's right not, up there and, as the best player through, in the game through effort or through skill like the, I, I the skill that he know. managed to put on those that first try and then the skill that he that soft touch the elliot whitehead try yeah and then he was oh. he was hitting guys and i was just watching the game again today like late in that first half he smacked, uh, was it Brandon Smith who dropped the ball? Like, just, there's just so many things that he was doing. He played 60 minutes straight and then he had a what, 10 minute break and then came back on. Incredible. And, and then he won the Meninga medal and Black and Porky was there to congratulate he him, which just, is awesome. He didn't, he didn't just win it. Like, it was, it was napalm. Daylight <laughs> was second and third. It was like, it was a remarkable gap between. And it wasn't like there was a lot of people pulling the, you know, it wasn't like it was an even thing pulling votes from each other across the board. There was about seven other people who were pulling votes. 
I, I think his individual total accounted for the points that most of the yeah, rest 22 of the more votes are the it. next closest and what's mm. so good for raiders fans is he's we've got him for at least now. we've got him for at least one more year Oh, all right, all right, all right, Blarko. No, he's coming back. He's coming back. That's he's going nowhere. He's going nowhere. One more year. He's going nowhere. And look, reports uh, came out during the week that six clubs are interested in him. Does that surprise anyone? I mean, you know, no. I'm surprised there's not more than six clubs. No, and we knew we were going to have to pay yeah. the big money. We've been calling it for quite a while, so we're going to have to pay the big money. But look, I think he clearly gets, I mean, and you are going to have to, if he ever does come into land speed, Blake, you might as well just hand him the title to the store because the amount that he's won this season, I mean, he could, yeah. It, it, he, he's, he was clearly the Blake and the Pork, uh, Raiders review with Blake and the Pork um, player of the season. Even if, you know, he doesn't score another point for the rest of the year, he's he's the guy. Um, Even if he quit after round 10, he's probably, yeah, he's but, that's great. Shout out to Hutto, yeah. though. Shout out to Hutto. Great game from Hutto again. Oh, yeah, I against, think he was great too. Storm and, and, and really stood up to Nelson Asafasolmona. I mean, he was yeah. the guy that was really trying to get in there and get first contact on him. Which got under time. his skin. But, and then the Solomon, when they got did. behind again, started to try, th- try to throw those offloads and they made a few mistakes. Yeah. And then and they, he, yeah. and he, you see that big scratch on his neck as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what's... Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and Asafa Solomon is the one that hit Adam Elliott, man. Like, go back and watch the game. He hit him late. That's why yeah, he's out He's a dog. Year. And I was only joking saying that he was being sporting. Congratulations. No, but no, he was being sporting with Rapunzel because they both play for New Zealand. I know. But he hit, obviously he hit Adam Elliott late about the 34th minute. But... I, that, that game, you know, we stuck in there. I, I, I said it last week. I really do think that we've learned something maybe in that St. George game where we're just trying to stick to our structure, kick to the corners. No, Jack kicked on the second tackle on the game mm. this weekend. And then the third and the fourth a couple of times. Where, but did you see where, his chase on that second tackle kick? Yes. How good was his chase on that second tackle kick? It was this outstanding. This team believes. These, they believe. And, and if Parra are going to beat us, they're going to have to play a bloody good game, man. And... And the, and, the, and the ref might have to help them. The crowd will be behind them. I've watched Power a few times over the last few weeks. We just need to shut down Mitchell Moses's time because uh, he, he does square the line more than most halves. He does actually straighten up. If we can do that, we're going to win 100%. 100%. They're outside backs. Yeah. Pennacini, Opacek. They're not. No. no. I, I, yeah, even man, even not, Gutho is not a. He's a great player, but he's not. Yeah, like, man. Like not we like just need to shut down the time that Mitchell Moses gets. We win the game. And, Dylan and then, Brown and is then, a very very dangerous player. Well, Dylan Brown absolutely. Was, Dylan is. Brown was the difference when they in the one time we played them at at, at Bruce. He was absolutely and they've be, they've beat us more in the last three years than anyone else, right? That was Fogarty's first go in that spot when he went through them. In that he went through that hole twice and scored ah. twice off that, and that was the difference in the match. That, that was the one was you, now closed up. you said actually that he was devastated after the game because he blamed yeah, himself. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, he was yeah. not a happy chap after that uh, because he, like he knew, oh, they gone through it a, a couple of times. No, he does, but his his performance was absolutely outrageous. Um, him and Jack Whiten. That was Jack Whiten. Was it his best performance of the year? I think it was. He had some pretty good ones at the start of the year. Absolutely. He had some pretty good ones at the start of the year. His his defence was brutal. Like, when he hit people, he was smashing them. When he was hitting the line, he was hitting it like 2019. And those two early kicks, the second and third, and with his incredible chase... And he did it because those big forwards had come all the way down there and he turned them right around and it wore them the hell out. And he was down there. We knew it was coming. So our people were down there and we held them. And all of a sudden they were stuck yeah, in their end. It Head was off to you, such Ricky. a good tactic. 
it head turned, off here, Ricky. It you gave Jack and Whitehead a rest, and that's the best game they played this year. Like, honestly, you man. Expect that against the Eels, too. And the tackle two and three, Jack is going to kick and they're going to chase hard because, you know, they won't be coming through for the, the kick on the fifth. They're going to chase hard and they're going to turn Junior and RCG and Papa Lee around. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to do it. Our boys won't have retreated yet by the time it happens. So they'll be knowing that's, you know. I just love anyway. it. We're, 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 becoming the, we're becoming the hunter. You know, like we've, we've been playing. If we're going to win this game, it's because maybe Parramatta Oh, they're going to have the fans. They're going to have the um, the ref behind them, but they haven't played elimination football yet. And there's always mm. Brad Arthur. Can he do it? Can he do it? Can he do it? Right. So ho hopefully they get a little bit nervous because we've been playing elimination football since fucking June, mm. and uh, we're the hunter now. We're not the hunted. And I, I just mm. have a feeling. I have a feeling we can get to the granny. I really do. And I said it last week. And and this is a big test this weekend. But I'm glad we're on this side of the draw. And yeah, and uh, I, I look forward to I look forward to us having a crack. Yeah, yeah again, yeah, it's um, it's Greg Billman here. Um, at the end of the day, uh, to be quite honest, I've got no idea who you fuck we are, but uh, here I am doing this for you anyway. So can't you see I was fucking lucky? Um, yeah, again, uh, at the end of the day, I'm still uh, still pretty filthy with uh, what happened uh, with you bikes looking us out the other night. Um, Look, at the end of the day, uh, again, I, I can't see his uh, job on the yield. Sorry, boys. I just uh, think the yields will be uh, way too good in that one, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, again, I just think these have gone as... Uh, the blokes have gone as far as you can go. Uh, look, to be quite honest, I've, uh, I've actually got a bit of a soft spot for the Raiders. I haven't spent a number of years here as a player, but... Uh, yeah, again, um, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, to be quite honest, I'm still quite filthy. Uh, yeah, you blokes... Uh, Knocked us out on uh, Saturday night. So, to be quite honest, uh, yeah, look, look at the end of the day. I think uh, the Eels might run away with that one. And uh, uh, sorry about that, boys. But uh, yeah, look, look yeah, uh, again, uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm back in the Eels 13 plus. So, what, what's what's everyone's favourite moment from the, the storm win? Mine personally has to be the Tomoko try. Not just because we just withstood all that press down the end, not just because Tarpanay did the brilliant offload, not just because Jack knew it was coming and burst onto it like a man possessed, um, and not just because Cameron Munster got owned by Timoko with that. Well, that was event. the highlight for me. <laughs> Definitely, that it was. The it was. It was all of those things put together made that my highlight for the game, in spite of the fact it was early. Um, what was yours, Blake? Same three knees, just running over the top of mm. Munster. Oh, it's brilliant, eh? I had a couple. Like my 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 brother took his his son, my nephew, and they were in the Fox telecast. They're also in the the Raiders um, social media when Corey Hadawetanado's doing the drum. Oh, so right. my nephew's actually in that, and he's now a lifelong fan. Well, I've spoken about him before. I know uh, they live in Melbourne, but he loves the Raiders. Um, mine mine's probably um, that rap and a try at the end. You know, because uh, off the the head knock. The, the ball that bounced off Seb Chris, just because that's when we iced the game and that's when we knew. And then I was still nervous because we we're up by six. And Jamal Fogarty, great kick, you know, goes to the sideline, kicks it. Mm. To me, that's that was my moment. And well, it's so good for a, a player that's joined our club. Wasn't the goal kicker when he joined it at the first week of the year. And now it's just uh, uh, that was me so happy. And then, and on top of that, probably when, um, 
I punched the roof when um, Jack White and tackled Felice Cafusi over the sideline. Oh yeah, when Elliot <laughs> scored, the, uh, stole the ball right at the end too. I was pretty yeah. happy yeah, with that. Yeah, that was too. funny. That all, was funny. All the moments. Uh, my other favourite yeah. moment was um, Brandon Smith crying at the end. Yeah, well, that's what was interesting is <laughs> that's if, cruel, if you go to NRL, if you go to NRL three sixty, they had four middle forwards leaving the club. Mm. Yeah, Kafusi, he's not a middle, but um, the Bromwich, Bromwich brothers. Is. And Brandon, and Brandon Smith, Smith, and they yeah. didn't get up, and we beat him. Um, but and, you know, and, and, it's it's talk that the Storm are losing them, but three out of four, they're happy to. I think they're happy to see the back of. Yeah, they're maybe old, yeah. maybe Kenny Bromwich you'd keep Brandon Smith. They would not lose, but um, Jesse Bromwich is finished, and Kafusi's finished. They're old, and the fact that they're talking, getting big paydays together, the Dolphins is yeah, is an indictment on the Dolphins. Is bloody desperation, talking, stupidity. Talking to our listeners, man, I hope there's a few listeners out there like, and they, they noticed this. Just it wasn't just me. But Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes did every bloody thing that they could in that game to manipulate the referee. They held well, on and they were they've tackled from to the get best. The six against. Dude, they've like, learned from the best. They've learned like, from Cameron Smith. Mm-hmm. We were talking before the pod and you were saying you hadn't quite watched the whole game twice again. Like, mm-hmm. Watch it again. Like Cameron Munster's a con artist. Jerome Hughes is mm-hmm. a con artist. I liked um, the... I liked when Jack White did it didn't help because we yeah he, he did the thing where he did the impression back, right? yeah, he did the impression of, of and they kept did, they kept getting the penalties. Tomoko got sent for the head knock. They didn't. We didn't get a penalty. That was a and joke. That was a joke. The Tomoko yeah. one that he and then on top of that, and we and we beat them on and then we we beat them and we beat them and. I, and they they've schooled up Harry Grant. Every time someone's slightly in the ruck, Harry Grant's so smart, man. Like every time there's a marker that's not there, he runs to the marker's blind side. He runs to the offside player. They mm. everything went their way, and that's what Ricky said in his presser. And the Sydney media's pumped up and said, "Oh, Ricky's playing a game. He's you know he's full of shit." And because we won, but we got a couple of the calls in the last ten minutes of that game. So. And the Fox commentator said that, like, oh, the 50 50s go on the Raiders game. But if you watch the game back, all the 50 50s went against us in the first half. Yeah. Mm. And that's why we had no um, position. We had we had a bit of possession, but we had no territory. We, we, we were so, that's my phone. We were so good, dude. I'm so proud of the club. And, and like I said last week, I, I feel like we're a top four team. And, and now I'm wondering if we're a top two team. So we should go all the way. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Look, I tell you, someone who um, was quite excited after the match, and that's the shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. You know who it is. You know what time it is. It's shark attack time. And I'm listening to Uniform Choice. Use your head in honor of the great Sebastian Chris and the flukiest of all tries I've ever seen in my entire life. The flukiest shit I've ever seen. But you know what? That's what gets it done. That's what works in Melbourne. Because we own that shithole. That's it. It's done. That's our home ground. Andrew Barr, spend your money on an AFL stadium. Whatever you want to do with that bullshit. Close the books. We got it covered. Uh, Do you think that Cam Munster, when his mom asks him to, uh, like, fold his laundry or clean his room, he lifts his arms and looks at the referee? (laughs) I've like grow up. I've never seen a bigger wanker on the. F- I mean, I say it every time I watch a storm play. But like Jesus Christ, get over it. Not every goddamn play the ball is a penalty. Nelson Asafa Salamana, hell of a game. But you know what? 
Didn't work this time, so why don't you go back to Dr. Frankenstein and get your bolts tightened. All right? Sorry. Sit your ass down. Bellamy, kiss my two American ass cheeks. We are playing this weekend, and you are not. All right. That brings me to the game on Friday. I'm going. You're going. We're all going. There's going to be an avalanche of green. A tidal wave of lime milk is going to cascade over Parramatta Stadium. It's going to be a madhouse. That's right. So, get used to it. I can hear I can hear your little booties quaking up there, Eels fans, because we're coming. And it's going to be a coup d'etat. You heard me. We're going to come and take over. I love every one of you. Go, you green things. Well, once more, the shark. Um, we have to tell you that we here at Raiders Review with the Blake and the Pork do not necessarily endorse the uh, content of our contributors. Um, this would be another example. But, of course, the shark has been a, a fine contributor to the show. Um, but, uh, yes. He's probably, uh, he's probably, he's probably going to come back next year. I mean, we still need to do the end-of-season review um, yeah. where we will, we'll be reviewing all positions. We will. All, we will, all, including yours, yeah, Blake. Yeah, everyone will have to reapply got- for their positions. I got some detailed feedback on your position from uh, from Victor the Viking at the Meninga Medal the other night and his views on you and you and, and your views, um, quite detailed. Wanted me to point out to you that his table is never down the back near the toilet because he's a Canberra Raiders Life member. <laughs> and uh, he needs so who you were, to Who were you on the table with? Who was I on the table yeah. with? Oh, who was I on the table with? Um, so there was Hudson Young, Matt Timoko. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so. I had don't think um, so. Andrew McFadden, um, old Hawker College alumni of mine. Um, right. Who else did we have? Uh, oh, there was, uh, it was clear. Speaking of that, speaking of College, Hawker Hawker College isn't going to make any good credit here. Speaking, speaking of... Uh, speaking Why not? Of, That's where Brad Clyde went. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> assistant coaches... <laughs> not for education. Still no announcements. Still no announcements of a new he assistant coach. He wasn't the stupidest person. Still no announcements of a, of, of a new assistant coach. And we, there was talk that we were linked with uh, Michael Monaghan perhaps coming as an mm. assistant coach. But now I've heard he's going to the Bulldogs. So, yeah, it would still be interesting to see who who comes on board next year. But obviously we've still got, you know, a few more games hopefully to go this year before we worry about that. We do indeed. But maybe when we're talking about coaching, we should probably hear from Danny Stewart. ha. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, Danny Stewart, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, brother of uh, uh, Raiders, uh, Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart. <laughs> uh, forgive me, guys. I'm still uh, laughing at that uh, absolute joke of an organisation, the uh, Melbourne Storm. <laughs> uh, cop that, you uh, purple fucks. <clears throat> um, I'm delighted that uh, the Raiders uh, played a part in. Uh, uh, starting your uh, slow descent into oblivion. <coughs> um, five in a row down there in Melbourne now for the Raiders. Uh, <coughs> I don't know about uh, other Raiders fans, but uh, I barely feel like uh, celebrating after that match uh, for the simple reason that uh, <coughs> beating up on shit, it uh, doesn't really do it for me. Uh, just felt like another win. Uh, five wins in Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne Storm, fuck right off. <coughs> 
And now in regards to the uh, big one coming up against the uh, Eels, uh, I'm expecting something of a uh, student testing that one. <coughs> oh, I know it's a uh, fixture that uh, myself and in particular Rick always uh, look forward to. <coughs> uh, there's a few, uh, a section of Eels fans that uh, hold a grudge against Rick for uh, pulling out the overhead projector and uh, moving on the likes of uh, Pat O'Halloran and uh, Chase Blair and uh, Daniel Harrison. <coughs> All household names, those blokes, aren't they? <coughs> Pull your fucking heads in, Eels fans. <coughs> Without Rick, you would, have, uh, you would have collected nine or ten spoons in a row. <coughs> he got rid of the dead wood, he got rid of the shit, and now you're a uh, competitive force, so you should be uh, you should be buying Rick a fucking beer, not, uh, not bagging him. <coughs> oh, I know there was a uh, section of Eels fans last time I was there that uh, for some reason were uh, calling Rick a banker. I <clears throat> uh, couldn't quite uh, figure that one out, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, Rick never uh, worked in the finance industry, but uh, uh, there we are. <clears throat> um, in regards to the uh, to the outcome, uh, Raiders 13 plus, and uh, go you, uh, Green Machine. Well, there you go. I mean, Danny Stewart, a great contributor to the show. Danny Stewart, Danny Stewart will be at the game on Friday night. And I hear that he's he'll be he'll be setting up at the bar of the um, Wolfpack Hotel from about twelve PM. So if you want to go down and meet Danny Stewart, he'll be there. Yeah, he will be there. Be there. He will be there. He we'll looks like Ricky, just slightly angrier. <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, and, and, and big news on that this 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 week. Uh, a number of us are actually going down, and I will have the honour. And because I believe he's actually managed to continue eluding the uh the authorities i'll be actually sitting with our only ever three-time listener of the week wanda and uh arnie jay i believe should he evade security and get into the ground so there you go i probably shouldn't telegraph that punch otherwise they'll know where he is yeah I? well i he got into the melbourne game i don't know he got in he had to have wear a disguise though yeah right he was, he was right. the fake he, he was the fake victor he was the fake victor that's how he got in oh. So Lord Funkington was down there. Lord, Lord Funkington was there, and he said that fake Victor was took up three seats and was so inebriated he could barely stand. But then, still at the end, there was the videos of him leading the chant in the in the hallway after the match of the, the Raiders song. So you know, like legless is obviously something that wears well on fake Victor. Um, but yeah, no, the Meninga medal itself was fine. I mean, there was no surprise. Tarpanay got the got the big gong. Hutto Young um, got the the coaches player coaches award. Yeah, but I want to yeah, know is you Schneider said you were going to go along and take the Ask Clan Benny and bring back photos. You got nothing. I mean, there was a regular. Oh. I saw there was a regular Ask Clan in attendance. Um, the uh, head of I think it's performance and culture at the Titans. Did you did you see him there? Yes, I did see him there. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't try and get the ask. Probably not wise. Probably not wise to do that. No. I'd love for no, you probably. to meet him one day, Blake. And he's just oh, like, I, how, how, I'd run, I would run away very quickly. Mal Meninga yeah. scares like grown men. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would run away. I would run away. I actually know his wife. He's a funny enough. I've never met but, Mal. I've never met Mal, though. Anyway, but yeah, no, no, it was good. Um, but um, look, maybe it's time to look at the Ask Cloud of the Week. <laughs> and uh, if you are looking for Ask, you're looking for Ask Crack, and therefore you need to go to Raiders Plumbing because they might fix your plumbing, but you'll definitely see Ask Crack. So, sponsor of this great segment. Tell them the pork sent you. Tell them the pork sent you. Ask for the pork special. And they'll say who and what. 
Anyway, so I've got one this week, and I was uh, alluding to it early. Uh, my ask clowns of the week were the Storm supporters online saying that they were robbed by the refs. And I, I wrote back to one of them, and I said, that's strange. We were just all saying from the Rose perspective how we thought we were on the rough end of Atkins' uh, Atkins rulings. And they said, you know, well, you would think that. And I said, yes, but the difference here is we know the rules, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, they were quiet after that. But when it comes down to it, the difference in the treating is Sofa Solomona absolutely smacks Kotrick in that tackle, smacks him, puts him down. Kotrick has to go off for 10. Nothing, no report, nothing whatsoever, no penalty to us. Whereas Tarpanay goes down to a falling Jerome Hughes, already down there, who actually goes into... Was it Timiko um, that went off? Not Timiko, not Kotrick. Oh, it might have been. No, I thought it was Kotrick. And it was Bromwich. But, no, no, who went off for the yeah, Raiders. But, who went off for the Raiders. No, anyway, Bromwich nothing. is the one that hit Timiko. Yeah. No, but it was it was Nass who got um, the one I'm thinking about, which was Kotrich, and he went down. There was no penalty. Exactly the same. There Kotrich no didn't penalty. go off the field, but Timiko's the only one. That uh, yeah, yeah, but nothing went. Whereas Jerome Hughes went down like a sack of crap, and all the tarps had gone, has gone in, and Jerome Hughes is actually running with his head into his upper arm. There was no swinging. I was, was worried that he was going to get the bin. I was worried he was going to get the bin. You know, but there was a penalty in report, and the, and then the Storm people are saying, "Oh, you know, we robbed down." It was like, well, actually, we weren't because that one went the other way. And the other one was go back before Coates' the second try and have a look at Nelson Asafa Solomon's play the ball, and tell me it wasn't a knock on. Tell me he didn't bounce. No, that he ball didn't knock that on. But so. Xavier Savage put one down, put a uh, play the ball down really badly before we got a penalty get out, get out of our own half in the first half. But dude, it, it, it's not just those things. Like Munster and Hughes completely manipulated the refereeing decisions in that game. Hughes, Hughes is three or four six. Hughes again. is a like king. Was, of it. I'll tell you something. Mate, Hughes, Hughes, I was expecting him to be um, struggle with his leg. God. He wasn't. There was, he was. He didn't look like there he was, was struggling, no struggling at all. there whatsoever. He didn't. Look, he was. Yeah, you know, for us to like you, you kind of think that um, for us to beat the storm, you'd expect like Munster or Hughes or Harry Grant to not have very. They all had pretty decent games. Yeah, mm. but the re- the referee actually stood up for a couple of right decisions in the second half, and we, the small percenters, we did quite well. Mm. Xavier Savage caught the ball really well. He did. Our kicking game was very good. It Our was. defensive line was as good as it's ever been yeah. going down to Melbourne. Yeah. You know, like we we did mm. those things that we needed to do. And when we got our chances, we took advantage of them. Mm. And we are we are humming, man. Like we can win the competition. Okay, let's keep going with us. Let's keep on going with us, Clan. Yeah. Who's who's your ass clan, Matthew? Have you got one? My ass clan's my ass clan's Blake for looking at me like we can't win the competition, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, no, mine probably goes back to me and Pleat of Landis for last week because I had a crack at Andrew Abdo for the bullshit with the suspensions. And it came mm. out two days later that it was, and Blake said, no, nah, it's Volandis. And it actually came out two days later that it was Volandis. Um, it's always Volandis. So that's mine. It's always Volandis. Oh, mate, it's the way that he's running the competition. It's always Volandis, um, the Mad King. Yeah. Why'd they call him Ron Hatchie? The man of feathers. The man of feathers. And then on top of that, it's, you know, like the overindulgence on the, the, maybe the, the, um, the video ref, but 
you know, I'm 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 really happy with last week, so I, I can't have yeah. a crack at the refereeing. And no, no, I'll tell you who my ass clown of the week is. My ass clown of the week is the guy that did the um, player ratings on the Fox Sports website, Mark St John. He basically nice. he, all the Melbourne players got great ratings, and he gave half the rated players terrible ratings. Xavier Savage got a five. Mark St John's not a real person. Yeah, it's 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 the new Staff Riders. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe time. it's an, maybe it's an alter ego, an alias for um, what's what's the name of your mate that works at Fox Sports now? Used to work for AAP. My Ian mate, Tiernan. Yeah, he works. Yeah, I think he runs the Fox Sports. Did you, it must be must be his. No, they, someone gave Xavier Savage five. Yeah, points. this dude. This dude wrong. gave Xavier Savage five points. He struggled to get into the game, made an early error. He caught every single kick that went his way. There was one he knocked on, but still, you know, he still covered it up. Um. His passing was brilliant. He had a, he had a great game. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So he gave Xavier Savage five, struggled. Then you go to uh, Jamal Fogarty. He struggled to get into the game as well. Then you go to Zach Wolford. He struggled to get his running game going early. Um, he doesn't really have a running game, which is why he probably struggled to <laughs> struggle again. And someone else struggled as well. Basically, what this guy did is he didn't watch the game. He went looked at the stats uh, at the end of the game. And then just gave some ratings based on how many run meters people made and how many tackles they made. How did Jamal Fogarty struggle to get in the running game when he scored a try off the fucking scrum? I know. Only Andrew Johns scored and for then, the last couple of And then of years. when it came to Melbourne, the mm. Melbourne actually, the Melbourne players got a much better score combined. And Xavier Coates um, got 10 out of 10. I mean, he gave Joe Tarping yep. 10 out of 10, which is fair enough. But let's see how Coates, um, he's scored three good tries well, but outside of that. It's interesting that Coates got a 10 out of 10 because on the beautiful uh, Seb Chris try assist, the reason why Rapa rolled in there unopposed is because what do you think Xavier Coates was doing at that moment? If you actually look, he's not going in on um, Sebastian Chris. He's not going in on a player. He knew the cutout ball was going. He was going to try and intercept and go for four. If he actually stays out on Rapa, he actually can turn and possibly can hit it. That's why Rapa goes in. So he shouldn't have got 10 because he was going for the glory ball to actually take it. And had it not hit Seb Chris's head, he might have got it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you, right? So maybe maybe that's good for, for Coates. Like, I've watched that try now a few times. And that pass from Savage was a good pass. And obviously, they were, he was trying to cut him out. And it obviously hit Sebi in the head. If Sebi didn't, if it didn't hit Sebi in the head, I'd love for our listeners to go back and, and watch it and maybe post on social. I have a feeling Coates might have caught that. Yeah, I, I think he, I, he was a very good chance of at very least. It, it probably wouldn't have got to Rapa. And had he caught it, there's no chance that Rapa would have caught it. Yeah, exactly. So if he didn't like catch it, Rapa scores because it was a cutout. But it's that was one of those ones I've watched a few times now. I'm like, oh, shit. It's a, that's a lucky moment. So, Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. You know. The head of God, I think, is a very uh, <laughs> appropriate one there because I think that was a real sliding door moment. If it doesn't hit his head, God knows what happens. But it does hit his head, so we win. So it was, it was pretty good. Um, but, yeah. But I, I definitely thought, just going back, that the Storm supporters, they're my ass clowns. Definitely my ass clowns. What was yours, Matthew? Um, I don't really know. He started, he started getting all misty-eyed. And he, was, he, was, he was thinking, he was thinking about, in, yeah, he was, he was thinking about Sammy Valamy. We're going in the second week. I'm going to scream at my neighbours again. <laughs> it's all good, guys. Like, honestly. Good, good, good. good. Well, I think it was Valandis. There was something. Oh, it was, it was It's always Valandis. Yeah. Fuck it, anyway. It is something. Oh, he's just got to go. It's got to the point. It has got it's to the joke. point where 
it's got to the point like you cannot just have one bloke making random decisions about things on his whim and everyone backing it up. I mean, what does the rest of that board do? They just sit there and they turn up to drink the champagne at the events and glad hand people, but they actually don't pay any attention because it is time. Yeah, you, you actually say to those people that are on the board, you say to yourself, well, are you just there as window dressing to make people? Are you actually involved in stuff? Because at the moment you've got this guy if you're standing by saying this is all fine by you, well, that questions your professional abilities. And if you're just sitting there not paying attention, then you're just drawing a paycheck for doing absolutely nothing. It, we all know who he is now, right? We all know who he is. It's the fact that he's not being restrained by anybody else. And those people claim to have some sort of abilities, decencies. They're not weighing in. They're not doing anything. If they are, if they're backing on that, uh, that may deferred suspension, then... Yeah, but it's it's also I mean, it's also the lack throw the of, whole damn board out. It's also the lack of media accountability. I like I think yeah, you know, if, that's uh, a massive previous problem. previous previous chairmans, but no, but the media, you know, he's he's got this favour with like the news limited Sydney media through his racing connections and being a good bloke and all the rest of it. Hang on, hang on. Who do you think owns the NRL? The people. Yeah, of the course. stakeholders, the, the clubs. The stakeholders. Well, all I'm saying is the people who pretty much have a very large stake in the ownership of the NRL also have a very large stake and ownership in other aspects. So, I mean, the, the, yeah, it's it just, it's ridiculous. It's one of the things they warned about at us in the Super League wars that basically the game would be controlled by private interests. Well, it was one of the things that we warned about by Arco and Quail that turned out to be true. And it's not good, but Apart from that, there was something that made me a little bit annoyed, Blake. In fact, you might say it ground my gears. Do you know what grinds my gears, Blake? You know what really grinds my gears? I'm going to go back to pens that don't click because you obviously haven't found a clicky pen this week. There is no clicky <laughs> pen at that thing. But, um, uh, Queensland but, but, state politics. Yeah, that, that does ground my gears. You're right. Um, but no, I um, I talked to uh, Victor and he was he was saying he loved the clicky pen and he wanted me to make sure that I clicked it frequently. And I said, for you, Victor, for you, I'll do it. So every time you hear it clicking, it's for Victor. Right. Now, what grinds my gears is the Ticker Tech website. How many of us went on that thing at 10 o'clock when we were meant to go on and sat there and watched the screen refreshing for hours and hours and hours and it didn't work? So they know these big orders are coming in and their site is completely unprepared for it and we all sit there and get frustrated now and then we all got our tickets. But oh my God, can you actually come up with some sort of surge mechanism that for once will actually work? Oh, and by the way, when you take the AFL finals and schedule the membership, the allocated membership sales to go on sale at exactly the same time as the NRL ones. Maybe rethink that policy. Maybe is, stagger is, them a little is bit. AFL, is AFL Ticket Tech though? Is it Ticket Master? Isn't Ticket Master bigger in Victoria and Ticket Tech's bigger in, um, in New South Maybe, Wales? I don't know. But okay, and yeah, you might be right there. But whatever. Get me a website that actually is able to perform what it says because most of us at that stage, strangely enough, are at work. It's and weird. We've been it's done a favour so we can do it. And it never worked it's weird in anyway i got frustrated went back at one o'clock and magically i went straight in and got the ticket so there was no yeah. problem whatsoever but you would have hate that to be like a grand final and you were you were sweating on i mean i, I like the good old days man where you get your sleeping bag and you camp outside video easy bring those days back <laughs> yeah yeah and you remember what happened in 94 nine people in that queue got the tickets because they were all bought at outlets in in bankstown all oh, right i just remember in 1987 i went and bought my grand final ticket at uh, the little kiosk in the Jollymont Centre 
where you catch the bus. The Murray's yeah, Bus. Yeah, so there was yeah, like I'll a little look. kiosk and they gave you good old hard hard old school ticket, man. Go back to the seven times. The 94 grand final, down at Airedale, there was a, um, a video easy there and that's where they were being on sale. And I literally paid someone to do exactly that camp out. They were 10th in line and the ninth person was the last person to get tickets. Yeah. The same thing happened yeah, actually. Same thing I happened when... Tickets another way, but... Yeah, the same thing happened with... Um, I remember there was a thing on the news when Rage Against Machine played the big day out and people like camped out and basically the first person that yeah. was camped out got a ticket and then all the others had sold out online in like a minute. And that was it. No one ever camped out to buy tickets again. Mm. Well, Ticketek needs to get their act together because, quite frankly, while it is a fairly closed market, there's not much we can do about it. Jeez, it makes them look like buffoons. Anyway. Well, let's just hope that... Um, who's the fellow? You guys must know him that has the drum and goes to the game. Simon. Mm. Man, he needs to get to Parramatta. He's there. Because... He's there. He lives He lives in West City. He goes everywhere. Right, because as soon as soon as as soon as the Raiders started to get any ascendancy, I know there weren't that many fans at Melbourne. You know, when they cut to the wide shot, mm. it was a pretty it was a pretty you know lean poor attendance for what um, is supposedly the club with the most members. Mate, honestly, and everything exactly the club with like all the bullshit. It's I was any of those wide shots. It was quite alarming to be honest. But mm. but when we were on when we started to get them in the game, and you're watching the the Fox telecast, you could hear dunk dunk dunk. Raiders, dunk, 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 Raiders. And if we can get a bit of that going on at Bank West, we need to, to get into the game. Yeah, it'll happen. If we can get a bit it'll of that happen. going on, it'll we happen. can win this game this weekend, man, and then we can beat the Cowboys. Like, it can happen. There's yeah, going yeah, yeah. to be a big Raiders Let's just worry about this week though. before we even start talking about the Cowboys. It's... Let's even let's just win this. Let's not forget, with the Eels, right, with the Eels going through, and we'll get to the, the, the team list in a, in yeah, a second. Yeah, they've had the wood for... on us. But we've got changes, right? We're missing we're missing Adam Elliott, which is a big out. Now Sutton coming in is good, but he's a different player to Adam Elliott, who's been making it, right? They've got a question mark over Moses. Of course he's going to play. We know he's going to play, and we know just like we saw Jerome Hughes play a stellar game, Moses is going to play a stellar game too. The Eels have a record of going out in two recently, which isn't good, and they will be desperate to burn that record off, right? So they aren't going to come out and play like complete lame ducks this time. They're going to come out, and they will have a plan for us as much as anything. They will have the crowd on their side because Western Sydney, if they have nothing else going for them, the Parramatta Eels fans turn up. The place will be full, and while there's going to be a fair bit of green there, it's going to be a hostile environment. And they've got a really good pack. Whereas with the storm, we were playing a side that was weakened pack-wise across, you know, and we knew when the 20 minutes had gone and we changed over, they were going to struggle. With Parramatta, that's not going to be the case at all. It's going to be a raging forward battle up front where they've got fantastic players who are also strike weapons, and we've lost one of ours, and they haven't. Their pack is the measure of ours, and their bench, while not quite as good as ours, is still pretty damn good. Their halves are an established combination. Their fullback's been there, done that, and... Their hooker, if he loses, that's his last game for the club. And Reed Martin, he's, he's going to play a good game of football. This game is on for young and old. And the good thing is, while the Raiders have got their tail up, they know it. But it has to be done by brutal attack. The great thing was, against the Storm, we showed, it, we, we showed we're capable of it. And Jack hitting the line like he did, in the way he did, and playing the way he did, that's why I think we're really dangerous. Because all of a sudden, yeah, that, wild card, that wild card has come back in. And he's really, really pumped. And ready for this, but we should do 
um, the uh, the team list, of course, for uh, Jersey's Megastore um, down there on Iron Knob Street, Fishwick, just behind the cock. Just before you go up to Sydney and Parramatta, they've got flags, they've got your Raiders jersey, they've got your T-shirts. Every Raiders piece you got there and go there, keep your money green. Great sponsor of the show and the greenhouse as well. So get down there. Tell them Pork sent you and they'll say who? Um, who? Okay. Yeah, they'll say who? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Okay, so we've got Xavier Savage at the back, Javier Savage at the back, with Nick Chotrich on one wing and Jordan Rapiner on the other. In the centres, we've got Timoko and Seb Chris. Um, we've got White and Fogarty in the halves. Up front, we've got Papa and Tarpanay, which is just fantastic. Zach, Zach Wolford, we haven't talked about him. That was a good match, was it not, Matthew? Yeah, he played through, he played through some hurt. He obviously got that stinger around the 59th minute, and he went off not long after, but... He does tighten us up in the middle. He, he, he Maybe he's a good talker in defence, but we seem to be a little bit tighter when he starts. So, yeah, you know, I'm hoping he starts. And you're about to get to our 13, but who knows who starts at 13. That's right. Well, I, I think Zach Wolford has a lot of his dad's pain in the ass in him and that real annoying competitive edge. And it really came out against Melbourne. He looked really, really good in that match. And it's the first time I've looked at him and thought, yeah, you're a competitive first grade hooker. The other times I thought you're filling a role really well. He actually, I thought, did really well. Hudson Young, brilliant form. Elliot Whitehead yeah. also joins in the second week. Hopefully that week off's really done him. We've got well, CH point there, To your point there, Pork, I think um, one of the things that Zach does really well, and we noticed it on the weekend more than probably any other game, mm. uh, his, he, he, he had such a long pass from dummy half to his left that he allowed... Yep. Jack to get on the outside. We had a lot of space in that first half on the left-hand side. We went left, yep. left, left often. So I'm wondering yep. if that's, you know, it, it, that's probably the, you know, sometimes when you think about a hooker, like if, if, if you don't notice them that much, it's not like a, it's not like um, a Harry Grant type of player, but it's, you know, like if you don't notice them, they're actually doing a really good job. And I think Zach mm. is like that. Like he's that really long pass in front of the player. So he allows his first receiver to run onto it. So. Yeah, he did very, very well. I, I liked him. We've got CHN listed at 13, whether or not he plays that, because then we've got Tommy Starling at 14. We've got Emre Gould at 15, Horsburgh, Big Red at 16, and Rhino Sutton at 17. Now, we've already hypothesised that we don't know who's going to start in the 13. CHN's named there. I won't be surprised if it's Rhino. I won't be surprised if, it, if it's Horse, but I, I suspect it'll be Ryan Sutton starting at 13. For the Eels, they've got Gutherson at the back. Hasn't been having the happiest of times in the second half of the season. But you know he's got it in him. He can turn it on. You've got Mike Acevo on one uh, wing, and we got Wunga Blake, who had a horror game against the Panthers and will be out there to really burn that one off. And the kid's got talent. Um, we've got Penasini. Now, I know you were talking them down. I think Penasini's um, a star of the future. He's got a lot of upside to him. The kid is strong and he's fast, um, and he's definitely a risk. And Tom Opachik, I agree with you. He's not a superstar, but he's solid, and he knows his spot in the line, and his defense is good. So he while I don't us think... one game last year, uh, about three or four years ago, when he was playing for the Cowboys, he he stood up um, Jared Croker and helped the Cowboys win a game. I was actually at that game, so very disappointing. I I, I really want um, Jack and Jamal to try and keep putting pressure on Wunga Blake. Like you, you know, like if you're a halfback and you put up a bomb and the winger drops it, you keep going back there, back there, back there. Well, if you're the yeah. halfback the next weekend. 
do it again. Let's just put pressure on him. Go back. Did back, you back, notice back, though back. what Cleary did with the kicks? He wasn't going straight into that corner. He was going to that no man's land between Gutherson and Blake. And so one of them had to decide who was going to do it. Yeah. And chase and through. Good talkers. And, it, and he only. And, yeah, then, and he and he and he kicked his, He kicked the other side for the first thirty minutes. Then he switched. Yeah, I noticed that as well. It, it, but that Sorry. no man's land, so someone has to come in and make a decision. So the communication goes down, but the person also has to run in. But mm-hmm. I, I think I think we'll probably go for the deep corner for the field position. But it was worthy of a look that they panicked a bit. Dylan Brown, um, if he's not the best defensive half, along with Jack in the competition, I don't know who is. Um, and his running game's been great this season. Mitchell Moses, well, we'll see how fit he is. There were, I'd heard rumours that he was actually going to be named and then left out because he had whiplash. Because I thought the hit was mostly on his neck, not on his head. He was out cold. Oh no, dude! Like I'm, I'm with you, bro. Like he was out cold. He was stiff back- as a board, man. You don't go like, yeah. you know, He was stiff as a board. Was He's a back to, um... He was out cold, and there's no way he should be coming back and playing. Within no seven way. days, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's an, it's and now, and we, we say this: your it's, son. this is this is Raiders fans having sour grapes about him playing. There's no way he should be playing. It's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. If that was my yes. son, he wouldn't be playing, no. and he wouldn't be if it was your son. If there was any sport in the world apart from rugby league, is he playing? No. After a week being knocked out cold, no way, no freaking way. It's this match. He's going to play. I know he's... Oh, oh there was like, never oh, any doubt. There was never any doubt that he was going to play. There was never any doubt that he was going to play. So yeah. up front, they've got Regan Campbell, Gillard, and Junior Paulo. That's a great front row. That is a great front row. And if they play at their best, they will be a challenge for Tarpanay and Papali. I think our boys can get over the top of them, but geez, it will not be easy. And Junior will be up for this. You know he will. And we've seen him play down here. He's the Meninga medalist in 2017. We know the bloke has great football in him. And he'll leave that in the pitch. And You know, if I saw him running towards me, I'd throw my wallet at him and run away crying. I mean, I just would. I wouldn't even attempt it. Um, In between them, it's Reid Marnie. We know what a pesk he is. We know how good he is in all aspects, attack and defence. His passing is good. He's a constant danger. He shows no one any respect, which is is one of the things I really like about him. Um, In second row, they've got Sean Lane, who I've never rated that highly, but the second half of this season, he's been one of their best players. He's done really well in attack and defence. He's good. He's he's the modern back rower. He's giant, you know, big... He's been really, really good. Um, and of course, he's been he's taken more plaudits than Isaiah Papali'i, and we all know how bloody good that bloke can be. So he's going to be coming like a battering ram over there. So that's going to come in there on... Um, uh, that comes in on Hudson's side, does it not? Was it coming on Elliot's side? I'm trying to think. Oh, defensively, we're fine. I don't give a fuck. It comes in on my side. I think it's moment. coming in there. But, and then they've got Ryan Madison at and um, Locke, and he's a very good mobile player. Yeah, he's, he's been coming off the bench. You know, yeah, one of the things Parrot did last week, which is what we might do this week, is we might start a, a bit more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy like Asato and then bring on Herbert Anata or or maybe even bring on uh, Horsburgh early. I wouldn't want to change Horsburgh's role. I love the way that he's coming on and adding some energy and impact. Um, yeah. So it's a debate whether you start CHN or whether you start Sato, whether Sato's fit enough. But they've got a they've got a complex team. I mean, Reed Marnie has a pass from dummy half that's as slick as anyone since potentially Cameron Smith. That's why they get so much space. I remember mm-hmm. watching the first game that they played this year against the Gold Coast Titans. It was like thirty four to thirty two, 
And I thought Reed Marnie might have been in line to win the Dally M. That's how well I thought that kid, the mm. skill level that I think that kid has from dummy half is exceptional. Big loss, big loss for Parramatta next year, isn't it? it yeah, yeah, and yet he hasn't had a great year. You know, like he hasn't had a great year. Like he's, he's a yeah, good player. But he's... They lost Moses for quite a few matches, and it's clear how much he's part of you know their Those overall work. If we can shut down that pass, and we did it last weekend, if you think about what happened with Jerome Hughes, he didn't have that much impact. And we made them look slightly pedestrian that I, I, I believe in Ricky and I believe in the way that he's probably focusing on their strength. And we need to shut down the time that Mitchell Moses held on the ball. He's one of those players that everyone loves to hate because he's a bit of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like he runs he is, slow. He's a talented he bitch. It, mate, he has a pass better than probably nearly any other half in the competition. He's got a great kicking game. Mm. He's got a great and But we, we just does. need to shut down his time on the ball. And if we can do yeah. that, we can win this game. We really yeah. – and we can win it. They've got – coming off the bench. Now, this is where I start seeing a real difference between the sides because I think the starting side – Their starting pack is unbelievable. And it's as, as good as ours, if not better. But on the we've got a better bench. That's that's real On difference. the bench, they've got Makatoa, they've got Jake Arthur, they've got Oregon Kafushi, and they've got Nakore sitting there. Now – Nakore, Kafusi, are, I think, pretty damn good players. And coming in, you know, with the they're rotation, the, I think stars. they're really good. They'll hit it yeah. hard. They they won't be found wandering in defence, and they will try and bend our line. I've got no problem there. Jake Arthur, um, the pressure on that kid, uh, I just wouldn't want to be in his shoes if the sweet Lord Jesus come down and ask me himself. But you know what? The Raiders, historically, if anyone can start making a player that hasn't had a good time, all of a sudden look good. It is the Raiders. Jake um, Arthur's not going to look good against us on the weekend, bro. I'll let you, no, I'll let you on a little tip. No. Well, I still, I still strongly suspect because they've got, and we should. Uh, it's it's like not Nick really Meany last week, you know, Matt. You said he had nothing, and Jesus, by Jesus, did he? Have oh, nothing. he had. We target nothing. him. He, we tar- the players uh, we got to target nothing. is obviously we got to go at um, Moses, both heaps of kick pressure. And then Walker Blake. And Walker Blake, you know, when he's he's always been good at attack and terrible. Like, when he was in the centres, he was bad defensively. So, they've moved him from the centres to the wing. Yeah. And, and now he's and targeted with Opacek, And Opacek and Sean Lane's not great in defence sometimes. He, they, they, their, their talk isn't great. So, they can get bashed. They really can, you know. They, 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 Parramatta are one of those teams that really rely on a lot of offloads. So, maybe playing not over the advantage line. Uh, mm. You know, like Paulo and a few players like getting some second phase. They, they have the mm. most offloads in the competition. Mm. So they rely on on maybe not dominating um, field position like a Penrith do. And then if mm. you can shut down their offloads, which they had none on the weekend, they kind of start to look pedestrian. Certain players that can look amazing <clears throat> playing downhill, Moses, Gutherson, in some games you don't even notice them. And then, you know, they're outside backs. They're not... They're not names that, apart from Sivo, they're not names that scare you. Opacek, Wanga Blake, Penasini. Like, fuck, really? But when they've got that offload game and when they've got, when they play no, they behind the ones Moses, that it's Sean Lane and, and, and Dylan Brown. And that's that's on their yeah. left. That is their left. And so they're going at and, Whitehead and, and Fogarty and Timiko, which is, which is our. And Moses is kicking game. If we can shut Moses. For a, for a bloke that I hate, like uh, it's to let you all know that's listening to this, I hate that guy more than any other guy in the competition. Like well, when you watch this game this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, look up and see how many times Mitchell Moses looks at himself in the big screen. He's obsessed with how he looks. What's wrong it's with like, that? It's like when, What's I, it's like when I'm in a movie and I'm acting with an actor, it's when I'm with an actor that is just worried about their own look. I'm like, you're Mitchell Moses, you little bitch. And I can't wait for Jack Whiten 
to stick that little bitch's face into the grass and for us to move on next week and eat some cow because we are winning this weekend. My neighbors are hearing this. Fuck it, eels! Fuck it! Now, I love the Parramatta Eels. Brett Kenny was my favorite player as a kid. I was a Parramatta, and I don't know if I've admitted this on the podcast before, but I was a Parramatta fan before. We all were Matthew. Like, we all were Matthew. We, we all were. That. But I wasn't that I was a casual fan. It wasn't until I started going to Raiders games that I really got, you know. Because they won everything in the early 80s. Yeah. But if we can was... stick that little Bitchel Moses' face in his in the sand, we're going to win this game. And that's where. Bitchel Moses. Did you just call him Bitchel Moses? I, don't, I think it was, I think it was that... unintentional, but yeah. yeah. It was intentional. Yeah. Intentional, okay. <laughs> yeah, look, look. One of the things that Paramount's got against them is since like 2000 and uh, what year is this one here? Since 2017, they have played in eight finals for a record of two wins yeah. and six. And losses. one of those wins, they've gone out straight sets. Was against twice. that pathetic um, Bronco, you know, where they absolutely Bronco side. And yeah, they 50, lost, that's right. They lost the following week, and, and they lost last season. Having said that, was their best turn up. They came through the elimination round. They actually played very well in the first week to get through, and but for a little bit of they won that, Panthers they? going around, they almost won yeah. that. So yeah, they right match up. They match up very well against the Panthers, though, don't they? I mean, you could they argue do, that they I match think... up well against us as well. But we've had some good. We've had some. You know, we had that victory. Um, when was that 2020? They're, they're up in a hip charge in Darwin. Yeah, no, no, not in Darwin. That no, was that in, was on um, the Gold yeah, Coast in in COVID times. Yeah, yeah we've well, had two we, in uh, Darwin. Yeah. We've had two in Darwin it, that went one, one, one went our way, one went our way, their way. The, the, this is the, gonna be on the for first game old, that Rappina played fullback actually was yeah. against Parramatta in Darwin when he played really well. It might have been like 2018, mm. and Rappina mm. had a great game at fullback. But no, the Rappina hip charge against Sevo was the Gold Coast last year, which kept us in the final. The we hunt. had the, there was one the hunt, one yeah. memorable one. I think it was in a year that maybe it's the end of 2015 or 2017 or maybe it's 2017 when we 2015. Were... Are you talking about the Hodgson? Yeah, Golden Point. Yeah, yeah where he yeah, 2015 just went down, just went down the blind side. And there was no one there. Everyone was expecting the thing, <laughs> yeah. and he just went straight through and scored. Yeah, it was it was a but that was that was a downside at the end of the season for both of them. But it's on for young and old. Look. It's going to be red hot in the middle. That is where both sides are going to try and do it. But I would suggest that the Raiders actually do have the edge in the outside back just because I think our centres are more dangerous. But you've always got to be scared of a wounded beast in in, Cibo, in uh, Wonga Blake. And you've got to be always aware that Sivo could do damage. Do you know who's not playing? Do you know who's not playing? He's on the extended bench this week. He scored two tries against us in Canberra earlier this year. Bailey Simonson. Best game, he, yeah, best game yeah. he ever played. Yeah, he was fantastic. Look, but someone who has actually, in between evading the law, has actually done some evaluation. It's time to rip him with Arnie J. G'day, Raiders fans. We are back for another week, and what an enjoyable win last week was. Apart from a few misreads in defence from individuals, we hardly put a foot wrong in the game. If we can bring the same heat, attitude and game plan, we certainly can win against Parramatta. So how do we win? One. We build the platform up front again. Just about all of Parramatta's go forward comes off their two props, so stopping them is our first priority. In a well-beaten side, both Campbell Gillard and Bolo both ran for over 150 metres each. Nearly 25% of Parra's all-run metres was from those two blokes. Two, Sean Lane must be wrapped up when he runs the ball so he can't offload. Yes, Fogarty 
and Whitehead, I'm looking at you. Hudson Young will need to do the same on his side against Isaiah Papali'i. Three, Penrith did an excellent job of nullifying Parra's backline, not only exposing weakness, but by consistently thumbing the wound. Gutho and the wingers all ran for 60 metres or less. All were very quiet and not seen much. We need to be doing more of the same. Four, both halves were very quiet and well beaten. Again, we need to do more of the same. Five, we have a huge advantage in the centres, so once again we need early ball in space to our back line. We also have a speed advantage, so let's see Savage injecting himself in attacking raids once again. So fingers crossed we play well again this week. All the pressure will be on Parramatta with the Sydney media already ramping up various storylines about Brad Arthur. Let's start well. Belt them in the forwards and not give them a sniff in the first 20 minutes. If we can do that, play as well as we did last week, then we'll, we will be off to Townsville in a week's time. Enjoy your weekend of footy and go, you green machine. Well, that's the most nervous. that's the most fired up I've ever heard him sound. I mean, he's really oh, he's, he's really, you know, yeah. it's that's 11. It's like it's like Spinal Tap. He's normally on he 10. Goes to 11. He's found he's found yeah. 11. He's found 11. Yeah, well, so I'm just a bit worried about having be to careful. sit next to him. Just be careful because he's likely to start a fight with oh, the Paramount fans. Start a fight. You know, and just just, that, just yeah. be careful because he might, you know, drag you in on it. What I'm worried about is the police figuring out where he is and him using me as a human hostage um, in order to try and get away. You wonder. That's uh, that's why he wants to yeah. sit with you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't have much choice. I'm... He's still he's still got my dog. I don't get it back until such point as he gets the ticket. Howdy. Raider Nick here. Raiders review with Blake and the Pork. Is the best. It's the number one Canberra Raiders podcast going around. I'm looking forward to this weekend, boys, for a number of reasons. And I wanted to say this before I only jumped on, but um, the game on the weekend turned into chaos for about 20 minutes. Mm. And our young guys did really well. Xavier Savage did really, really well. Like there was some really good backing up. There was some really mm. good focused um, kind of mayhem that I, we're ready for this week. We're ready for semi-final oh, yeah. football that I, I actually think if this game, if this game, like, you know, you know, there's all like four or five games a year and it's usually sudden death or state of origin where they become just loose and, and teams step up. We stepped up on the weekend. I have a feeling we're going to step up against this again this weekend. And I'm excited to see what Seb, Chris, Matt Tomoko, Xavier Savage can do. Cause yeah, I agree. And that was their finals debut and they all came through it. So they've got that under their belt. So Savage, Timiko, Chris, Wolford, Horsburgh, CHN, they've all played their first final. So now it's not a matter of wondering. Now they're they're in for it there. But um, maybe... Did you say Horsburgh again? Did you say Horsburgh again? He played in the 2019 grand final, man. Horsburgh was on the bench. Yes. I think he was injured for 2020, but he played like all the finals in the grand final in 2019. Right. Okay. I'll I'll take it back. Anyway, it's time for... Who's got a lift? Okay. Um, okay, everyone, everyone's got to stay to that level they're at. But as he wasn't there last week, it's Ryan Sutton. Ryan Sutton's got to leave. <laughs> he's, he's probably not going to play. Off. He's probably not going to play massive minutes. I reckon. I don't no, think he'll play big minutes. I... I think maybe he'll play. Maybe he'll start and he'll play the first twenty, and that'll be all. Before season. we went to the Gold Coast last season, before we went to the Gold Coast last season, he was the runaway leader in the Meninga Medal. 
before we went to the Gold Coast, yeah, and then he dropped away once we got up there. Yeah. He was no, no, but he was—he was playing good football. If he can play what he played at the beginning of 2021, you're right, man. He, do, he doesn't. He doesn't bring the danger. He doesn't bring the danger. He doesn't. You know, you look at how we've gone the last year you know, against the Tigers and against Melbourne. We're bringing danger everywhere. Ryan Sutton doesn't bring the danger. Oh, yeah. He brings. He you brings. Wait, I know. Which the boy, he's, the boy begs, for begs the question. Begs match. the question. Do you start with Horsburgh? Like, just... well, that's what I was saying. But you shut it down. I mean, you. you... Well, I would have thought because Horsburgh's been so, so effective. You know, when he comes on, but yeah. I'm just thinking about the way that Adam Elliott plays, where he can he can catch and go on the outside. He can try and yeah. find the outside shoulder. Yeah. He can play rough in the middle. The only other player that we that we have that can do that is Corey Horsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you fight? You know, like, how do we tonight? It comes on. He hits and pivots. Can and do, has, do you fight fire yeah, but I'm with talking fire? About like do you fight fire with fire? Because Parramatta, if they have Madison starting, they're starting all guns are blazing. You know, and then they're going to have the drop off um, when they go yeah. to their bench. So then, do you want to have Horsburgh come on? You know, so that we've got that uplift when they drop off. That's the question. I would probably start yeah. Ryan Sutton. I don't see. I don't oh, get CHN. I, I don't get CHN starting. I don't get him starting. No, I, I love CHN, what he that. did on the weekends. CHN came on and filled a gap when Elliot was injured. And then when he came back on for his second stint, he had two or three um, offloads that changed the game in that last yeah. 10 minutes. But he did struggle. Yeah, we got in, we got... He did struggle, and I gave him a six. But apart from that, he was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's right. He only got a six <laughs> on the frog social. But um, I'll tell you who also struggled. Uh, that was Lord Funkington. Hello, everyone. Lord Funkington here. My voice is a little bit even more funkier than usual at the moment because I was down at uh, the Bubble Dome, the Canberra Rectangular Stadium, screaming for our boys as they took apart those purple pretenders last Saturday, Arvo. It was great to see all of the Green Machine people there saying hi to people, patting people on the head. Big cuddles for people I'd never met before as we yelled the boys home. It was really, really good fun. Can we do it again this week against the filthy Paramatians? Yes, you bet we can. Do you know why? Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart's finals record, he's got 15 wins from 22 games. Guess how many Brad Arthur's got? Two from nine. Do you know what 15 from 22 is? 68%. Do you know who that's better than? Craig Bellamy, Trent Robinson, Ivan Cleary, Des Hasler, and Wayne Bennett. And also, Ricky Stewart has never, never not made a preliminary final during his when he's coaching in final series. Unbelievable. This week, this win gets us to a prelim. That's where Ricky wants us. That's where we're going to be. Let's all get behind it, fellas and, and ladies and gentlemen and everybody. You can tell I'm a bit worked up. I'm really looking forward to this week. They are going to pummel those Parramatta yellow and blue pretenders. By how much do you reckon? Sing it with me. It'll be the Raiders by 56. Well, I said it before. I'll say it again. He's an idiot. Um, but now it's time for Gary, the extended uh, bench. Who's on the extended bench? Um, yeah, well, the extended bench this week, it's uh, it's a cavalcade of interest here. So we've got Adam Marietta at 19, and he just got the uh, New South Wales Cup Player of the Year at the Minninger Medal. We've got, of course, the shoe man, the great shoe man. He's on the extended bench. We got did, you Peter catch up, did you catch up with the shoe man at the Minninger Medal? Did he give you, yeah, a, he did he give you a wide berth? Yeah, very right. Didn't want to have anything to do with me. Nothing whatsoever. Um, stayed away from me. Um, did you talk to Rick? Got, uh, did you talk to Rick? Uh, I did not. Uh, Peter Holler, who's back in form, and I think um, 
is, is someone has gone out of our thinking, but let's remember this kid's a weapon. Um, we've got CNK. And you know you don't, that if he gets is, his this is, come a, in. this is the thing about like when we were the potential scenarios when Adam Elliott um, was out injured. I don't think you throw uh, Mariotta or Holler straight into a final at this level, which is why they've no, gone. You can't. Which is why they've gone Sutton because they can only really Imagine. stuff up, you know, and the the occasion can get to them. So yeah, I think they could. They could. Although Ryan we Sutton, Queenslander, were in the situation. Peter Holler comes from there, so that might actually be something yeah, I don't you know. would do. Now, Ryan, Ryan Sutton, twenty minutes, just yeah. go on bash. If Ryan Sutton wasn't ready, I actually don't because I thought about all the scenarios a lot, you know, over the weekend and stuff. If Ryan Sutton wasn't ready to go, I reckon they actually would have gone with um, Hopper Whitey in the seventeen. I don't think, cause yeah, just for might. that reason, I don't think that Ricky would have wanted to throw a young forward into a game. Yeah, game. man. Adam uh, Holler hasn't played all year, even though he got the player of the... Um, no, it's Mariotta. Mariotta. And Mariotta... Mariotta. Oh, Holler got one. He got Holler, maybe Holler How got are you sounding more drunk now than you were at the start? No, I'm just getting older. At the start of the show. <laughs> I don't want to How are you sounding you more that? drunk I, I, than I you reckon... did at the start show when I haven't seen you take another drink? getting later. I've anyway, seen... no. My, I haven't had another drink, but no, my point I is, reckon um, you could throw Mariotta. Adam Mariotta, Adam, no, Adam Mariotta, when he had his interview after he played in the Dragons game, was it when he played like 15 yeah. minutes and he said the game was too fast for him and he was huffing and puffing. He's not playing that. Nah. Like, and Ryan Sutton deserves it. And we're, we're going to miss Adam Elliott no matter what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, no, but we've just got to deal with that. Sato, or Sat God. Hadawood and and um, maybe Halls were playing bigger minutes, which he's, we now know he's ready for. We yep. can cover. We can cover certainly in defence. We just might and, not have as And much, also the other thing uh, is, you know, is Tarpany like playing such big minutes. You know, Tarpany is going to play such big But let's big not minutes. forget, this is the crowd that CH uh, that uh, Big Red O's. He does. He gave the, the finger to. That game there was no one when he got in. You know, the crowd <laughs> at that game, that he gave no him, it was there. some dudes in the corporate box that were giving him shit. It was like somebody, yeah, some cashed up bogans anyway, in the corporate got box. Eighteen man, crap, we've man. got Albert Hopawade again. Now on their bench, they've got they've got Bailey Simonson, they've got Bryce Cart, right? They've got Offa uh, Hickey Ogden, they've got Kai Rodwell, and then eighteenth man is Nathan Brown. Is he? Is he there, actually? He's useful. It's a weird one, isn't he, Nathan Brown? It's um, he's obviously on the nose. You know, he was playing State of Origin a couple of years ago. And he hasn't. He's struggled he is, to get I, a game. I, I think his. I think his pace has dropped right off, yeah. and I think that's what it is. But if he comes in, you know, you know, oh, go. Of course, we got Ash Klein is the ref. We got Phil Henderson on one wing. We got Dave Munro on the other, and Jared Sutton's in the bunker. Well, I did say. I did say when we uh, when we came up against the um, the Klein and and Bernie Sutton. Um, is it Bernard Sutton? Did you say? Jerry. Oh, Jerry. So Klein and Jerry Sutton. Um, refereeing duo ahead of the Tigers game that it was some sort of conspiracy fix was on, but you know mm. they weren't a factor. So hopefully they won't be a factor in this game, and hopefully there aren't too many sin bins. I mean, I don't think you can put all those sin bins on on Ashley Klein and say they were also. No, it was the bunker, and also no. it, was, it was also the way that just oh, the I was completely behind mind. Ashley Klein. Yeah, those players were, lost their yeah. mind, mate. If anything, Burgess should have gone off for the first one he did on Teddy. Yeah. If he'd gone off then, I would have had no problem. The one he actually went off for, I thought was a little bit, but the rest, I thought, everyone went out on Ash Klein, but I actually thought... Who gives a shit? The fucking anyway, Roosters and the Storm so, are gone. They're so the gone. Extended, bench, the extended bench, Mariota, he's one Helmsley. Uh, Matt Frawley, obviously two Helmsleys. Uh, Peter Holler, well, he's a half Matt, Hemsley. Peter Holler <laughs> is, is a half Hemsley. Uh, Sean's nickel clocks that, he's two Hemsleys. And Hopalade is... 
two Hemsley. So we've got One two, half a Hemsley. Four and a half, six and a half, seven. Seven and a half Hemsleys for the Raiders Centre benches. Four Parramatta, Bailey Simonson. He's a Helmsley and a half. Hemsley. He's one Hemsley. Uh, Unless he plays the Raiders, then he doubles it. He plays his choker. He's a double. double. He's he's moustache thinker. Bryce Cartwright's a Helmsley. Ogden's a Helmsley. Rodwell's a Helmsley. And Nathan Brown's a Helmsley. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's six versus seven and a half. It goes to the Raiders for the extended How many Hems? How many um, Kerry Hems? It's not not, not Kerry Hems. It's not Helmsley. It's it's, (laughs) It's Kevin Hardwick. Hardwick. Oh, I always Kevin, got confused at the Kevin, day and I get confused. How many Bruce Maguires? <laughs> oh, that's it's a Kevin Hardwick. How many McNeils? Yeah, McNeil. I, I'd say... How I'd many Jim Couriers? Um, Jim Courier. It wasn't Jim Courier. Jim Courier's the test player. Was, um, How many Ross Commons? Andy Courier. Andy Courier. <laughs> Andy Courier. Um, it's how many um, Hardwicks is um, Jake Arthur? 0. 0.5? 0. 0.5 or, a Hardwick. Or, yep. or one McNeil. McNeil was better than that. Yeah. He was a great player. Okay, is there anything, Blake, that's made you go angry and make you want to go, on the burst? Just you. Just you, as usual. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I hate you too. You yeah. suck. But, of course, and it's fairly obvious, there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. I mean, we beat the storm um, in Melbourne. Um, it was great. Everyone loved it. We're happy it's, from it's, that. It's happened, it's happened quite a few times now. The form of our side is fantastic. Well, beating the storm in yeah. Melbourne, it's, it's happened quite a few times now, but it never gets any less enjoyable. No, it's a bit, it never does. My reason it's to be just... cheerful is the look on Cameron Munster's face mm. just after Matty Tamako stuck his fist and hand right in it. To Punched a hole in his chest. Mm. It was good. It, it, it was, was really awesome. good. Yeah, it was, there were so many reasons to be cheerful in that match. Also, the form of our side is a reason to be cheerful. You know, not only was the season resurrected just to get into the eight in that run, but now actually in the eight, and you think to yourself, hang on, hang on. I know it's one match at a time, but last week I thought just by being us, we could win, and that's what happened. And this week I think the same thing. Just by being us, not if something goes wrong with them or this person gets injured or if that person's out or whatever, just by being us and playing our game, we can win. Doesn't mean we will, but I think it's a 50 50. You know, I think it's a 50 50, even with, you know, home ground advantage for them, et cetera, et cetera. I still think it's 50 50 if we just play our game. That's the key. And that's said a it last week when you said that. I'm going to say it's, it again. We're winning. It's, this it's funny, you know, Parramatta, when Moses went down and we were looking for a pathway for the Raiders to make an eight, and we were all like, oh, maybe this team's going to lose games or this team. And we looked at the draw and mm. this, that, and the other. And in the end, you know, Broncos did a number on themselves. But I, so when Moses went down, I was looking through the games and I thought, oh, Parramatta can potentially fall out of the eight. But they actually mm, did yeah. really well, you know, and they, they made the top mm. four. And it's, they're, they're in good form. They're in, definitely in good form. But I still think that, um, you know, it, this game, it's 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 closer than the... Last week was closer than the bookmakers had it. And I think this week's closer than the bookmakers have it as well. Well, the Eels are the, fi- uh, the, the, the favourites here. Yeah, I know. But, but uh, you know, I, I, I think we're right in it. We like... Before we go into the listener of the week, I just want to point out that last week's listener of the week, uh, Samson Best, probably went off to his uh, team's awards night um, in which they were the premiers for the uh, Maruchidor Swans. Um, and he probably went off there and got himself the player of the season award and none other... On you, Samson. 
none other than Big Papa sent him a shout out to congratulate him. Yeah, buddy. So big week for last week's Listener of the Week, Samson Best. And just want to point out for those missing it, his dad, Simon, still a dick. Yeah, well, a couple more reasons to be cheerful of mine is is the return to form of Josh Papalii. I mean, I was really... I, I look back on, yeah, on, that's a good on one, how man. hard I was on him and I wasn't the only one. There was talk that he, you know, almost got dropped for game three um, of Origin. He was really struggling back then and I don't know whether it was he was carrying an injury or was illness or what it was, but he's back. His really second back. half was amazing. He's really dude. back and it's it's so good to see. And the other one is reason to be cheerful. The form of Hudson Young, he just gets better and better. And I mean, you know, we lamented the loss of, of John Bateman and we we're like, Oh, we miss him so much because he brings XYZ. Yeah. Hudson Young's doing all those now. You know, He's yeah, getting he's stuck doing, into the he's opposition. The he's he's there, the yeah. one that, like, you know, he, he went after Nelson Asafa-Solmona. That John Bateman would be the guy that he would go, right, I'm going after yeah, he did, didn't solmona he? I'm going in after... his face, slapping him and I'm stuff. I'm going yeah. after um, kick out. He's, he's, he's that guy, but he's got the skill. He's got the goal. He's got everything. And just, yeah. Mine's yeah, Foggy. Foggy's been great, man. And then he, yeah. got, he got all the, the just rewards. He got that try. Um you know, off the scrum. So just the way that he can play his kicking game, he's freeing up Jack. Um, to he's mind. just grown now. He's just grown. Yeah. He's ready. He's attacking. He's now in the zone. And that's and it could not have come at a better time. It yeah. could not have come at a better time. Now, Blake, who's our listener of the week? Listen to the week. Oh, we got a special one this week. Yeah, very special. Yeah, yeah, one. we got a special one. Veronica, um, who came in and she picked up her Raiders by 56 beanie during the week. And um, she wanted to check that she was in the competition, the show your ass competition. Because I don't know if she you if you is. remember Tim, she was the one that was um at the ground, at the game against the Dragons, yeah, from the beginning, in the cold, in the rain, and she had a sign there and it said Raiders by fifty six hashtag free Ricky. So fantastic work, Veronica. You're definitely our listener of the week, and you're definitely in the running. For, definitely uh, in the competition. Yeah, yeah, and uh, front runner. Well, there's a few front runners, but I, I'd say at the very least she can expect to be getting some um. Some honey, Jay's honey. Yeah, or some jalapenos. Probably on what both. Looking Probably for. both. Yeah, it could happen. Could happen. Could happen. But that 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 competition is still running. You still have time. Get out there. Get your stuff on the telly. Get yeah. it seen. As long as the you're, season's you're, going. You ask Cloud Beanie. Your Raiders by fifty six beating. Your sign that says Raiders by fifty six. Your place your pork and Blake is an idiot sign. Whatever. Get it out there because it's still in the running for that major prize now. Just say we actually get through and win this weekend. Just say we do. Just say we do. Then we're up to play the Cowboys in Townsville next Saturday night. Yeah. How much is a return? And how much is a return ticket from Canberra to Townsville going to be next weekend? Thousand dollars or probably thousand dollars each way. Thousand dollars each way next week. So At you least. know, like if you want, if you want to buy full time, but some miracle we get through against the Eels, just get in your car and start driving. Because <laughs> it's the only way you're going to make it. It's the only way you're going to make it. Bit like um, there'll be seats. A bit like um, CSI after he had his um his his broken face, and he couldn't yep, he couldn't indeed. fly due to the pressure, so he had to drive back with um. Was it Bonacera? Did you say he drove him back? I thought it was, but yeah, it was, it was John Bonacera. Yeah who's now, with, of course, with Manly. But, um, yeah, he, he was the one who, who drove him back from there. But, look, let's be hoping next week we're coming back and we're discussing, um, you know, a preliminary final against the Cowboys up in town. So that would be great. Let's keep bleeding green. As many of you get up there and get behind the boys, make a lot of noise. Yeah, and go to the Wolfpack um, because... Hotel before the game. There's, there's the Greenhouse, I think the Green Machine podcast, the Sydney Milk Syndicate. And, look, why not Blake the Pork? We're all, we're all part of the, uh, the Wolfpack 
get together before we are indeed. And like Danny Stewart, he'll be there. He'll be there from I'd say midday. He will. And also Solzy will be there. You just look for the strange-looking hat with the strange-looking head underneath <laughs> it, and then that'll be Solzy. Okay, so you go say the pork sent me, and he'll say who. Um, but anyway, you have been listening to um, the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the Bowser Civic, the location of which we will never reveal. Um, and uh, we'll, and I, I'm the pork, and Matthew, you are... He's inebriated and overexcited, but that's what we expect from our Matthew. And you are, who are you? I'm Blake. All right, and we'll talk to you again soon. Well, Ricky's boys had done it. The green machine had won it. With Cameron Munster whinging all the while. So Chris's crucial falcon made us smile While Nas had that obnoxious grin wiped off his dial We're talking football From Amy to G.I.O. We're talking football Tapane and Tomoko Borgany's superbly swollen quads Tom Starlin in his running with the weak gutted dog I'm talking foolers Papa and the whole He's going at your boy Kev from Cumnock. Hey, what about those mighty Raiders, eh? Hey, boys, huh? Oh, I just heard that there was a hundred fucking episodes last week. It's <coughs> all you kept that one under wraps, didn't you? I mean, I, I listened to the whole episode, but I didn't hear it fucking mentioned once. Uh, you got to give yourself a bit of a rap, boys. Uh, why didn't someone tell me it was a hundred rap? Hey, you didn't even mention it, boys. Fuck me. Hey, I, I was, I was could have blown me over a fucking feather when I heard. I was at those places. I didn't even mention it last week. But anyway, congrats on the your fib last week. It's a fucking ripper of a podcast. Um, yeah, apart from that cool Blake, he's a bit of a fucking punishing. <laughs> Strawing it, seeing as oh, fuck me, that Blake, I'll tell you what, he's got problems, done he? <laughs> There we go, you green machine. Still in the final. We're in the fucking premiership. Oh, about me go, you green machine. I'm going out of the back for another fucking VB. Ha <laughs> ha.